Welcome to the I Give a F1 podcast. I'm Allison. And I'm Lynette. And we are here to talk about the latest news in Formula One. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> to the Italian Grand Prix. Got a little Prosecco here in remembrance of our wonderful time in Monza. And we were just feeling all the FOMO. Yeah. It I mean, since, thir- since the whole week. Yeah, the whole week. It's really seeing the best. all the pictures and videos of them in Milan and not just Ferrari, but, you know, the other teams out there, too. So, yeah. So cheers to us being here while, <laughs> <laughs> while they're in Italy. <laughs> yeah. Um, to be honest, like all the coverage and everything this week has been like so, so, so yeah, so awesome. And I'm sure everybody who was there at the race today had an amazing time. We are actually recording on Sunday afternoon, not Monday. So we're a little bit on a high right now from watching (laughs) the race and we didn't have a ton of time to get our notes ready. So bear with us guys, but we definitely want to give you a race recap and talk to you all about the race so that we can enjoy Labor Day tomorrow. Yes. Tomorrow is a American holiday. That's right. And <laughs> and luckily, not too much happened in the race where they're like, you know, we have to wait and see right. what happens or anything like that. So we should be good with uh, all our information, we'll right? We'll see. <laughs> we, do so, we do so well when we have all of our notes together. But, <laughs> but I have my smooth operator Yay. shirt on. Um, you can head to the link in our bio and purchase your smooth operator shirt if you want one. <laughs> Uh, just celebrating Carlos signs on a podium mm. in Monza. And but. we have our chili pepper shirt there too. Yes, we do. Yes, we For do. For all the chili pepper fans. Yes. And tag us if you buy any of our merch because we want to see it. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, let's, let's get started. Yeah, start the week. Yeah. So of course the week started off with, you know, all about Ferrari. Um, we knew they were going to do a little bit of a, like celebrating their Le Mans win. And so they had a new livery. They had the new uh, race suits, right. merch and stuff. So what did we did a poll? I yeah. think most of you guys were kind of split. But yeah, it was for pretty the most like part, half people weren't like super impressed. It was like either you hated it or loved it. And we actually saw it. I, I feel like we didn't mention it on the last episode, but we saw them on Monday when we were recording and I wasn't too crazy about the race suits. Um, they kind of grew on me over yeah. the week. I still think they should get they should have not had the yellow on the sleeves, but yeah, they did grow on you. Like the more you at look at it. At first I saw them, I was like, that is jarring and yeah. ugly. Like <laughs> ugly. But yeah, yeah. over and, the week I started to really like them. And then we had the car come out, which I thought that was really nice. And I think it looked really good compared, like with the comparison with the hypercar, I think they did it like it was a good touch. Yeah. So they were basically honoring like the Le Mans win mm-hmm. this this season yeah. right and I want to say Antonio Giovinazzi, Giovinazzi was, there. was one of them yeah and he was there for sure he was there like with the videos that we that I saw from Milan when they were meeting the fans yeah like I'm assuming it was a Ferrari store it was either that or I, I want to say Ray-Ban also maybe they did both but remember I was telling you when we went to Monza they did something huge like right there in the yeah with the Duomo so yeah. if you ever go to Monza try and go maybe like Wednesday, Thursday to Milan, because for sure they'll do something and you'll get to see some of the drivers. And I saw Red Bull was out there too mm-hmm. at the tag store. And I'm sure um, Alpha Tauri also. Oh yeah. Tag Heuer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, which I'm sure I'm pronouncing that wrong, but <laughs> <laughs> you guys can butcher the me later. Brand. <laughs> um, so 
And you bought the merch, actually, right? You I bought did. the Ferrari merch. I know. <laughs> you, were, you, you gave in. After I was like, ah, oh, I don't know. I don't like it. Um, but you can purchase it on Amazon. Yes. So I did. I'm planning on purchasing it. Yeah, that. I went to the Ferrari <laughs> store, like, online. And they aren't shipping theirs out till September 16th or something mm. like that. And then um, Juan happened to check Amazon. And they had it, like, two-day delivery. Yeah. <laughs> so. Crazy. So if you guys are looking for that that shirt and hat. Yeah, I got the hat. I like the polo because seeing them wearing the polo, like the whole team had the polo shirts, but they don't have the polo shirt available. So, mm. um. Well, maybe one day. <laughs> <laughs> so then we had Alfa Romeo. Yeah. They so had they a had... new livery. Mm -hmm. That car was sexy. It like, was nice. I'm sorry, but I, I just wish it drove better but <laughs> honestly i've never seen a better looking car i loved really? the colors like that was so i know a lot of people are it, this is such a subjective thing with these liveries but i just love how italian it was yeah i love all the color scheme i love that they used a little bit of gold in there like it was just so, it was like a little metallic -y. yeah like extra it. it wasn't just shine like your typical paint shine it was like a little bit metallic mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah what do you think I thought it was nice, you yeah. know, the Italian flag. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so then we had news of Lewis and George. Finally, we had a contract extension. Were you so, surprised they announced it? I wasn't surprised. <laughs> Remember, I said they were waiting for something. Yeah. What do like, you think they were waiting for? Probably, you know, knowing like Mercedes, they were like, oh, okay, let's announce it. Ferrari has all this attention on them. Let's try and, you know, put this out, right. bring some attention on us, which it did. It worked. Like all I saw were posts about Lewis coming back and right. that is so much that I even didn't realize George also signed his contract a little bit later. I'm like, oh, <laughs> people yeah. are forgetting to mention him. But I mean, you know, it's all part of like the fun, you know, of the teams, like, competing yeah. with each other even like off the track so yeah for sure and yes so they did make the the announcement that lewis and george will be driving together until 2025 so that'll be great for them i know that they really love being teammates mm -hmm. and they really do kind of embody this mercedes culture so i'm happy for them that they were able to get those contracts signed but i kept telling you guys in our tiktok news recaps Pin had not been put to paper yet. <laughs> so um, I'm glad that we can finally close the book yes. on that. Okay. So we are signed up and ready to go. For two more years. <laughs> two more years. And I think hopefully that'll give them enough time to really iron out what what happened these last couple of years and fix it and, you know, yeah. make a better car. I think they're getting closer. They're definitely going the right direction. So mm -hmm. I mean... Hopefully they don't go backwards from here. Yeah. But yeah. looks like it's it's going good for them. And and Lewis obviously wants to continue with that team. So he feels confident and he has, you know, he believes in them and, and knows right. that he has a chance to win possibly another championship or if not more races with them. So yeah, for sure. They're moving forward. So let's move into qualifying. I think we're going to skip practice because other than Carlos signs driving like a rocket during <laughs> practice there really wasn't much to discuss yeah so this weekend we had the um the qualifying where they used the hards for q1 mediums for q2 and then softs 
for Q1 where all the teams have to use those same tires. So um, the last time we saw that was, I don't remember when, but they've done it one, one other time. There's what been a lot of races. Then? It was. Yeah. So hards for Q1, Q1 and then Q2, they just use mediums and then softs. Sorry, Q3. Q3. Okay. Yeah. I thought I heard Q1. I was like, oh, I don't remember that. Yeah. Q3. Okay, Q3. Got it. And that was one of those issues where when they use the tires up, then they can't, then they struggle with the strategy in the race. Correct. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then also they have only the 11 tires for the race mm -hmm. versus the 13. So yeah. they kind of have to think about that too. Right. Going right. in. So well, changing things up a little bit. So Q1, we were, I think everyone was highly disappointed to see Gasly in the bottom five because he had come from this major high and at the Dutch GP, mm -hmm. you know, getting third place. And then all of a sudden he's like, you know, almost dead last <laughs> in quali and, and not just Gasly, but Ocon as well. Yeah, both of them, both of them were out and they were, um, 16 or sorry 17th and 18th right what was going on do you think i'm not sure 17th and 18th yeah, yeah i think maybe they just didn't have the pace maybe on the hards maybe that's yeah where the tire allocations like come into play right maybe their like car isn't really set up for the hards or like you know that doesn't perform as well right. in the hards versus like if they weren't if they were able to use any tires maybe they would have been able to to go through. Right. I'm not right. really sure. Well, I think a lot of people saw Stroll finishing at 20th and immediately wanted to exile him from Formula One just based <laughs> off of the fact that, you know, Alonzo had finished in the top 10. But I did go back and look at the times and it looks as though the top time in Q1 versus like the top time, the top time in like the bottom 10 of Q1. So I think Joe, the difference between Joe and signs was I think like an eight tenths of a second. Mm -hmm. And I think from Joe to stroll was like maybe three tenths of a second. So yeah. it really wasn't a huge gap in those times. Um, and obviously, you know, we want to look at stroll and point the finger and be like, what are you doing? <laughs> but I do think in this particular case that he gets a pass. Oh. Since it was so close, yeah. Mm -hmm. If you're just looking at the list, you know, who ended up where, then yeah, you're going to look at that and be like, oh my gosh, what is he doing in 20th? Right. But yeah, I can see that. And he only had really one practice session also, right. which, you know, I know they said that and I kind of feel like, well, that shouldn't be an excuse. This isn't your first time on this track. Like True. you've raced it a couple times, like quite a few times. So you should be familiar with it. But um, yeah, it was pretty close. So mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Joe again finishing in or not, I'm sorry not not moving on to Q2 for the second week in a row. Mm -hmm. I I do feel like he is probably under a bit of fire right now. I think so too for his yeah. position on the team. So we'll have to see what happens there. But so then in Q2 we had Sunoda finish. What is that? 11th, Lawson 12th, Hulkenberg 13th, Bottas 14th, and Sargent actually did yeah. get through to Q2. So we were all kind of, you know, all eyes on him and on Lawson, I think, yeah. as well. And I think another good qualifying for him right behind his teammate, really close also. So I'm very impressed right. with him. I'm like, yeah. okay, here, here he is. Like, he knows this is his one shot and he's going to prove himself. 
and he did on quality mm-hmm. quality day so yeah absolutely i thought that was good and then any other q2 thoughts it's pretty uneventful q2 yeah but, <laughs> and then q3 so we had alonzo finish in 10th and then i think it was interesting to see kind of the spread but albon was probably the standout in qualifying mm-hmm. because he was able to come in sixth place yeah ahead of lewis and oscar right right so yeah that pretty much could, oh honestly quali q3 best i thought that was like the best ending yeah. having everybody <laughs> kind of finish one on top of yeah the other. i love that and i'm glad they were able to make it to the line and and actually finish because with Monza, we always have that problem of everybody backing up and then they never, they don't make it to the line that happened when I went. Mm-hmm. And remember I told you, I was like sitting right there at the Parabolica. So like right where they're getting ready to start their lap. And I was like, I see all the cars coming. I'm like excited. And then all of a sudden everybody just starts. First, it was kind of like a mix. It was people kind of upset and then they start cheering because Charles had gotten pole. but I'm like wait what happened what's going on I'm like the cars are all still here and why aren't they doing anything and then I realized that they ran out of time right Um, right. so I'm glad that didn't happen because yeah no exactly and it was unfortunate for Charles because you know he didn't have the slipstream that Mm. Carlos had so we saw Charles come in he was like P1, then Verstappen came in P- yeah. P1, then Carlos at the very end, P1. <laughs> so I thought it was, a, it was a very eventful qualifying day in Monza. And also to note, Ferrari was under investigation yes. for <laughs> their slow outlap, prep, prep lap, I guess you would call it. Yes. So they went over the max limit of how long they could take that lap. And so what happened was the reason why, so we had to wait until afterwards, right? To see if they were going to penalize them or anything, but they didn't. And the reason was, so there was going to be an exception to this rule. And it was because they had to let other cars through and give enough space and not impede. So it was more of like a safety precaution. Right. Because if they would have tried to speed up to make the time, um, they would have been in people's way or they would have been crowded up more and the safety you know, safety issues. So yeah. Or the so, stewards were just like, yeah. we want to get out of here tonight and not, and, and not have to run for our lives. Yeah. From the <laughs> no. But yeah, it was a really good Q3 and the top three were separated by 0.067 seconds. I love that. So, so close. So close. Very eventful qualifying day. So that about wraps up. Yeah. Quality. And then we get into race day. <laughs> And uh, let's see, gridwalk. We didn't really have much yeah, going no on with the gridwalk. Do you think they're done with the gridwalk? I, I think, think they heard people's comments about not being interested. I just don't in think there were that many people on the grid. Really? Yeah, I mm-hmm. think if when they're in like Vegas, they're gonna do a gridwalk. I'm 100%. sure. Yeah. I mean, I did see celebrities there. You know, there was like. Football, you know, soccer players. There right. was, um, I think that chef, the yeah. British chef. I yeah, think I, I saw him there. Is, but yeah, he was um, there. But he's at all the races. Yeah. So it's like, and know. then like some social media people, some singers. But we're social media people. Where's our yeah. invite? <laughs> we want to do a grid walk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. Um. Yeah. They didn't really do much of a grid walk. I didn't and mind it. I don't mind it. No. 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 That's fine. I. I will say though, the opening ceremony was so beautiful to watch 
it just brought me back seeing the the you know the Italians playing the the Italian yes. national anthem and that flyover happening. It was just back and forth, back and forth. <laughs> yes, it was so good. So then we started the race and yeah. So in the, to, in the formation lab, yeah, we started the <laughs> race. He was out. Yeah. So you want to talk about Yuki? Yeah. So Yuki, um, his was it? His engine just went out. There was smoke in the car that had right. smoke coming out and he just had to pull over right away and get out. And, um, it took some time, a little bit, not too long, but some time for them to move the car out right. since there wasn't, About and there wasn't minutes. too much, yeah. And there wasn't too much room. So they had to bring the truck out. Um, so they had one more formation lap and then it looked like there was a little bit of confusion of whether or not they should just wait there or have the, like the crews come out and, mm-hmm. Now, maybe it's because I'm not a seasoned F1 fan, but why did they leave Yuki's position on the grid clear? Um, Is that because quality determines it yeah, no matter what? Yeah. So then so you even have a car if, that- Yeah, so even if it would have, like, something happened before even the formation lap and they said oh he can't race or okay. anybody they ha- they they leave that space open cuz okay. cuz i was like maybe people... liam gets to like move up and Mm-mm. but that yeah. didn't happen everybody yeah. just stays in the position that they qualified which is kind of in a disadvantage for liam because whoever was behind him i think it was hulkenberg he was able to to close that gap mm-hmm. in front of him pretty quickly yeah because there was no car in front of him so it's kind of a disadvantage for for Lawson. Yeah, I was there. wondering, like, well, would that be good since he just now has kind of a straight shot to go? But Holkenberg I guess for both it. of them. Yeah, because yeah, Lawson was still behind Alonzo. And then Sunoda was off to the side and mm-hmm. Holkenberg was behind Sunoda. So like, so yeah, Holkenberg, had there, that in, yeah. Holkenberg just like had that open air to just like pull right a li- in. A, cu- a little bit of extra space to just yeah keep going yeah so i felt like that was a disadvantage for for liam Mm -hmm. but anyway it was a it was a pretty clean start once they finally got it set up and let's see what did we have here oh um okay so what what did you think like going in into the like the start did you think max was gonna get carlos Um, or I thought Max would get Carlos like yeah, fast. I, immediately. I was very surprised that Carlos was able to hold him <laughs> off for what, 15, 15 laps? 15 laps, yeah. And I thought that that was great. Like great for, you know, the vibes there. I bet everyone was just really, you know, soaking it all in that yeah. he was. And how many, he's got to be one of the only drivers this season to have held him back as long as he mm-hmm. has being like starting in P1. Yeah. Because I know when Lando did, I think he only held him back for maybe like a, a couple laps. Yeah, I think the most that I remember is what, like three laps? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So That's I'd be interested it. to get that stat. Mm-hmm. But but yeah, I do think that Carlos showed that he was not willing to give up the fight on like under any circumstance. But what I did want to bring up before that was the the strategy with the hards. There were three drivers on hards, Hamilton, Bottas, and Magnussen. What did you think about that? Because I felt like it was kind of an odd strategy. Yeah, and he, I felt like Lewis didn't really stay out that much longer than the ones on medium. So yeah. it's kind of, it was similar to last time where he started in the softs versus, I don't know, I don't remember the other, mm-hmm. maybe the mediums. Um, 
or he, he everyone else started in softs and he started in medium so it was that similar strategy which it didn't work out last time and i i don't know i guess you could say it did work this time but yeah i thought he would have been a, stayed out a little longer yeah for sure so that being said back to carlos so carlos you know he kept max behind for quite a bit and then also ended up putting up quite a fight with perez mm -hmm. so normally when we see the races i feel like the the front of the race is never re really that interesting yeah. until today and there was so much that was happening so perez ended up you know finally passing carlos but it took him a, a long, long time, time. Yeah. and he was struggling i mean on the radio he was like carlos isn't giving me room carlos <laughs> he complained a lot oh my gosh right. <laughs> yeah and then um charles was meanwhile uh well charles even kept carlo or i'm um, sorry perez back mm -hmm. for a little while as well but then once perez passed charles uh, I'm sorry, once Perez passed Charles, Charles stayed up behind Perez enough to really get the benefit of that tire wear mm -hmm. and getting the slipstream and being able to kind of stay up close behind him. Yeah. And I think that was really beneficial to him in his race because the tire wear on Carlos was tough because mm -hmm. he was out in front, you know, with, with Max way ahead, but he didn't have the same benefit i think that Charles yeah did. i was actually pretty impressed the way charles was able to keep up with like when max was second he right. stayed right like, behind right, carlos. right behind him the whole time oh, right behind max yeah, yeah, yeah for yeah. a while which i would have thought okay these two are gonna take off yeah or you know and so i was like okay so there's you know a chance that <laughs> ferrari might not just so you're you saying know, there's lose a it. chance yeah you yeah. know because i'm like <laughs> you know everybody else was probably like max is gonna win perez will catch up or or something like you know along those lines but Mm -hmm. They were showing that they could keep up with both of them. Obviously, once Max, like, passed uh, Carlos, he did kind of take off. But yeah, it wasn't like your typical race that it's just like they pass them and that's it. It's over. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so there was, yeah, good defending. Good Till the end, I think when Perez really started to slip away and then we mm -hmm. had Carlos and oh Charles <laughs> going at it. <laughs> I think... They might have given the Tifosi a bit of a heart attack yeah. with, with those last few laps. But I personally think that, um, you know, Fred allowing them to kind of battle it out at the end was was cool. Yeah, I'm actually not a fan of like team orders of, you know, you get to stay in front just because you're in the front. Like, right. I think if you're faster, then then pass them. Right. You don't need team orders if you're faster. Like you hear them on the radio all the time. I'm faster. Tell him to let me pass. Like, well, if you're faster, then, then, pass, then pass them. Right. <laughs> um, like this is racing. That's what, that's what you get paid to do. Um, so I don't mind that, mm. but I did think it was a little bit too much. Like at the end, like he had, I think four chances right till the very end. I think right. at the third one, that was kind of a little too much already with that big lockup. Right. That was already cutting it too close because he could have just went into the back of Carlos. Right. Um, and there was like half a lap left. Mm -hmm. So I would have said, OK, you know, that's it. That's enough. Let's just bring it home. We have half lap left. But um, yeah, it was, it was really. <laughs> 
Yeah. Really good. So outside of that epic battle at the end, we did have a bit of action towards the back that didn't get as much, I guess, visibility. So we wanted to kind of talk about that. So, you know, towards the end, Lewis did end up getting a penalty Mm -hmm. for running into Oscar. Yeah. And then Oscar ended up getting a penalty for, I believe, running into Lawson. So there was a little bit of, of, you know, back and forth there. Lewis did end up apparently after the race going up to Oscar and apologizing to him. Oscar Mm -hmm. was interviewed after the race saying, you know, it was a tough day. You know, Lewis did come and say he was sorry. And I guess that's all I could ask for. It can't make up for my day, but it is what it is. And that's typical Oscar behavior. Like he (laughs) is just so relaxed. I mean, you, you couldn't find him probably talking smack about any of the other drivers because (laughs) he's just, he can't be bothered. So, um, that was kind of squashed. And then Logan got a penalty for causing a collision with Bottas. He kind of hit right in the middle of Bottas Mm -hmm. on one of the turns. That was unfortunate for Logan. We had Ocon who retired. Yes. So let's see. Why did Ocon retire? I know that we hadn't, we we hadn't found out yet why. Yeah. Because it was so, um, okay. So his steering wheel was blocking in the corners and they didn't want to take the risk. Hmm. So, and was right at the end. Yeah. Just a very frustrating day for Alpine. Weekend. Yeah. 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 Weekend. Exactly. You know, I just think it was, it was Hard to watch. We had Ocon finish in 19th and Gasly finish in 15th. So tough day for them. Hulkenberg really was never a threat. I felt like throughout the entire, you know, race, he was just sort of hanging around in the back. I did feel like Logan had a chance there because he was up in the top 10 at one point, but he just didn't have what it took. I feel like he was still, he was, he left whatever performance was still in the car on the track like he left yeah him and he, he was once he got out of the points he was in 11th for a while so right. that would have been a good finish for him but then yeah once again like with a penalty yeah just and pushed him down lawson <laughs> finished p11 so that was better than last week i think mm-hmm. he finished what like maybe p13 or something yeah at the dutch gp and so finishing just right outside of the points he finished obviously ahead of yuki because yuki was a was a dnf but i think another really good performance by the rookie yeah and when they interview him like he just seems so Poised. like cool about it yeah. you know not like there's any pressure he just seems he has a maturity yeah for sure which i'm sure helps you know when he's performing well right (laughs) but he's kind of he he gives me like that feeling of oscar you know like they're just confident in themselves and feel comfortable and yeah you know are doing what they're there to do so definitely ready for an f1 seat Mm -hmm. in my opinion so we'll see what his future has in store for him so we also had albon finishing in seventh which was an interesting battle with Lando Norris. Did you <laughs> yeah. see that? They had an interview after the race. Afterwards, yeah, where they were going back and forth. <laughs> they were so cheeky with each other. Just I know, like, I like seeing that. Well, they're be- like, they're be- I feel like they're best buds. Yeah. And they were even hanging out like the week, the week leading up mm-hmm. to the race. And so it's just kind of funny to see their back and forth banter and... <laughs> It was good. It was good. They got them in the same interview at the same time. And they were kind of like 
being silly with each other. So, and then we had, so the result was basically we had two Red Bulls, two Ferraris and two Mercedes. Yeah. So what do you think? Do you think this is good for Mercedes? They're showing that they're improving and. Yeah. I mean, they have like, I feel like they've been consistent throughout a bunch of these races. So, mm-hmm. um, maybe this track wasn't really like suited for them, but they still did, you know, finish fifth and sixth. Right. So, right. So what are the driver standings? They are, uh, Leclerc is right behind signs and then, and then Hamilton, Alonzo, Perez, Verstappen. So yeah, Alonzo was kind of sneaky in there. Mm-hmm. He got ninth today Okay. and yeah. didn't do much, but at least he was able to get the points. So that's good. Yeah. So Ferrari now has moved into third over Aston Martin by 11 points. So Aston Martin is just kind of letting it slip away. They really are. It's yeah. very unfortunate. But, you know, it's there. It just goes to show if you're not bringing the proper updates to your car yeah. every week and you don't have the skill yeah. on the drivers. You have, they basically have one driver yeah. <laughs> bringing in points, <laughs> any point that they can get. So, yeah, at this point, I've written off Lance for getting any sort of, you know, mm-hmm. outstanding result yeah. for the rest of the season. What do you think? Do you think Lance is done mm-hmm. for the season as far as? I think as- so. I mean, yeah. I felt like we had a little bit of excitement from him in the beginning of the season when he came in and his wrist was broken and we were like, wow, you know, this is great, like that he would do that. And then it just like it went back to the same old Lance that's really not showing any like motivation or effort or just yeah, something. Yeah, I was going to say, like, do you feel like he even just like is not even motivated anymore? Yeah, yeah he just I get that vibe and... too. He's just sort of like you know, mm-hmm. along for the ride. And we had seen that video of everything that he went through when he broke his, both of his wrists. So it was, it made us feel like, oh, okay. He is willing to go through all this to, to drive the car and, and right. show up to the races, but okay, well, you're there now. Like, <laughs> right. Let's see that. Right. But we haven't. Well, unfortunate for him, but that's all she wrote. Okay. So Max, do we, want to light, do we want to light oh it up goodness. for Max? Today is a day in history, <laughs> folks. <laughs> we uh, we have 10 in a row for Max Verstappen. That's insane. I know. You think he'll do 11? Yeah. <laughs> I, I I would like, I, I have to stick to my guns and say, he's not going to get first he's in going every the race, right? But, I mean... This was a no, this was mm-hmm. a no doubt going to happen sort of thing that yeah. in my head, I figured that this was going to happen. Yeah. What do you think? And I feel like at this track, it's the closest that we've had to maybe not having him win. So I feel like the other tracks coming up, maybe like, I feel like he's got this now mm. <laughs> at all the other tracks, maybe Japan, if it rains, it does rain a lot there. You know, the rain always mixes things up, but. Yeah. Yeah. So what do you think? What do you think about Perez's overall performance over the weekend? So kind of the same how I felt, but I did see that he had an end. They did change the engine for him. So he had an older engine, which is why maybe it wasn't as fast as 
like Max's or Mm -hmm. as it should have been. So maybe that's why he spent a little more time behind the Ferraris and having to work harder for it. But I don't know. I mean, qualifying, like he's just not, not giving it like a Red Bull performance. So I still feel like he needs to bring it up a notch more, right? a lot more notches. (laughs) So with that being said, do you Mm -hmm. want to do driver of the day? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. So my driver of the day is Carlos Sainz. Okay. Which he won driver of the day from on the race. So yeah. I actually had for a while two driver of the days, yeah. like watching the race, and it was Carlos and Charles mm-hmm. until that last lap. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Where he pushed it just a little bit too much. And so he, he got moved down to, to second, but Carlos okay. for sure. Yeah, driver of the day, Carlos, 100%. Like he had dominated the entire weekend, was doing so well in practice, so well in qualifying, and fought so hard for that podium at the end. And so he for sure is driver of the day for me. And you guys, we asked who your driver of the day was, and it was 78% Carlos, 5% Max, and 10% Perez. And then the last 7%. Of you said someone else and i think that's probably because alex was high <laughs> up there and he would have been like my second driver of the day but. yeah alex is always getting some driver of the day votes yeah th- like these past weekends so yeah for sure so biggest loser biggest loser logan Sargent for me okay of his penalty right and then i think mine is gonna gonna have to be yuki because you know he he didn't even get to drive. (laughs) And also because I think, you know, he, this could have been a weekend where he ended up in the points, you know, Mm -hmm. his teammate was 11th and I feel like he could have, he could have gotten in the points this weekend with that car. So, and then I think the, the other reason being that he, I know a lot of us have been thinking about, well, is Daniel Ricardo's seat at risk with Lawson being in his car? And Mm -hmm. I think Yuki kind of needs to keep his eye out for this stuff as well, you know, because his teammate is already kind of schooling him in this race. (laughs) And, you know, it's not, it's not Yuki's fault by any means, but I think he needs to be a little bit wary of how Lawson drives and the more time he has on track, the better. And Yuki, unfortunately didn't even get to drive today. So biggest loser for me. And AlphaTauri could be looking at the pairing of Liam and Daniel, Mm. like Daniel with, the experience that he has and Liam with the performances that he's already been putting out. So that could be something that they're looking at. So he also needs to step it up. Yeah. Do we want to do a pit crew segment? Okay. Okay. So we asked you guys to send us your thoughts on the race. And first up we have Christina Daniela who said, was extremely happy for both Carlos and Max. Don't think I've been that happy this season. (laughs) We agree. We are definitely happy that Carlos ended up on the podium and to Max's credit, you know, he did break a record. So (laughs) got to give it to Max. And he had to work for it a little bit this time. So it it didn't come that easy. So if you are a Red Bull Ferrari fan, this probably was the weekend for you to be the happiest. (laughs) So want to read the next one? Okay, so I'm going to go with this one. This is from Andrada Bumbu. Mm-hmm. And it says, Charles wanting to overtake Carlos was simply stupid. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's kind of been um, 
a little bit of a half and half. Either you loved it or yeah. you just thought it was stupid. <laughs> so, and I, I want to put this into perspective for everybody because I feel like people love to kind of think of Charles as like this pushover type who doesn't have a backbone when it comes to mm-hmm. Ferrari, but like, cause he just wants to be very politically correct all the time. And so I think if he didn't put this to a fight at the end of the day, like we probably would have looked at him the opposite and said, well, you don't have enough guts to like go after your own teammate. And I mean, at the end of the day, isn't that formula one racing? Like people have had teammate problems, not that they have <laughs> problems, but have had like racing you battles. know, battles for years <laughs> with their teammates in Formula One. So I think that's that was just a really cool race to see. And I loved seeing him go for it. And I'm happy he did. So that's my perspective. Yeah. On it. And it can go both, both ways. ways. Yeah. You know, and I think Lynette's on the opposite side. I think you wish he wouldn't have gone for that last. Yeah, that last one for sure. So, yeah. <laughs> you know, like it, but I wouldn't have been happy if they would have said switch positions or hold positions. Right. Um, because, I mean, you never know what might happen, right? I know there there was not that many laps left, mm. so I think it's good that he went for it. But mm-hmm. at the end of the day, it's a team you need to bring it home. And so I think he went like one too many times. Right. Um, and it shows with that lockup that he had, he could have really ended both of their races. Yeah. And that would have just, mm-hmm. nobody would, would have been happy with that. So... So we got another uh, Charles comment from Juan. (laughs) He had to write in. He was so upset about this. So Leclerc showed his true colors and selfishness. Carlos was faster all weekend. Charles jeopardized a somewhat successful weekend for the team by trying to take the podium away from Carlos. Carlos proved to be the better driver and a much classier driver, but it will be, but it will get overlooked because Leclerc was Sergio Marchionne's prodigy and Isvisser's pet project. (laughs) Um, I think this might be a little bit of like pre post post post, immediately post race frustrations. Like, yeah, just maybe you'll feel better about it tomorrow. (laughs) (laughs) Give it, give it some time. (laughs) No. Um, I mean, I don't disagree. I think it's like, if you're a Tifosi fan, if you're like a Ferrari fan, then you're frustrated because it could have been the race for them. But you know, and, and not just that, but like right at the end. I know. Imagine I know. if it would have been it. over. <laughs> I get it. It's frustrating. <laughs> so, okay. The next one. Um, let's see. We have from. So Stephanie Nudie Hansen, she says she loved the fight at the end. So see, we have someone who loved that fight. Mm-hmm. And then we have a barefoot last. She says by lap 18, they should have boxed Carlos to undercut Max and had a double Ferrari podium, which we were saying that too and wondering like why wouldn't they they pit him but then they said that there he would have gone out into a lot of traffic mm. so that's why they kind of postponed that so i'm just going to assume that they were <clears throat> doing like a good strategy and didn't want to bring him back out on traffic but yeah we were wondering the same thing i mean why wouldn't you have just pit him then yeah so exactly. that had been a reason <laughs> yeah yeah and then lastly, we have Landry Kimbrough, and she says, Red Bull looks untouchable. Ferrari can have good weekends. So a lot of Red Bull, a lot of Ferrari takeaways from this weekend. We agree. Red Bull is just dominating, mm-hmm. and there's no stopping them. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not all over for Ferrari. They've had good weekends. They've had podiums. So it's not as bad as sometimes 
yeah. people make it make it seem. Yeah. <laughs> They're still in there. For sure, for mm-hmm. sure. And then we did have one more, and it's the little exploding head emoji, a crying one or stressed out one, the melting one, the car, a checkered flag, and then <laughs> a, a Italian flag uh, hearts, which I think that's kind of how we all felt with this race. So Yeah, for sure. So next up, Singapore. Singapore, yes, in two weeks. And you've been? I have been. Okay, give us some thoughts. <laughs> Okay, um, so I don't like what about the race about Singapore yeah. in general. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a lot of fun. It's a night race, so and it's a street track, so it's really cool to be in the city in the middle of like of it all. Mm-hmm. Um, it's hot. Luckily, it didn't rain when when I went, but there's definitely always chance of rain. Okay, um, but yeah, I think it's just like a fun track. It's like a different atmosphere with it being at night okay. and in the city. Yeah, so it's cool. That's exciting. Yeah. So what do you think? You think Max is on is on podium again? First? Uh, Let's do our probably, predictions. Last I week we know. were pretty good. The only one we were off on was McLaren. Yeah. <laughs> but we did have a Ferrari podium. Yes. So I'm going to go with, I'm going to say Perez is not on the podium. Okay. Okay. <laughs> we'll start that way. He's the street king. Are you sure? I know. Yeah. I'm sure. I don't think he will be. Okay. Um, I think Max will maybe a Mercedes. Okay. And maybe McLaren will be back. Mercedes and McLaren. Okay. <laughs> Red Bull, Mercedes, McLaren. Let's go with that. Okay. So Max. <laughs> okay. I'm going to go Max first. And Lewis second. And I think I'm going to go Charles third. Okay. I don't know. I have no idea. I don't even know what kind of, co- what, how the cars are going to perform on that type of a track. So who knows? Um, but yeah, those are my crazy predictions. Would you like to go to Singapore? Um, I have other races on my bucket list before Singapore. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not like I wouldn't love to go given the opportunity. If Singapore you know, team want to come out and give us free tickets. Yeah. hundred <laughs> percent. I'm there, but yeah, there's a couple of other races that are top of my, mm-hmm. my list. I mean, I've only been to two, so like two, meaning I've been to Austin three times and mm-hmm. Italy once. So I, I want to go to other countries before, <laughs> before there, but, <laughs> but yeah, I would definitely go a night race would be cool. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that's all I guess we have for you today. And we did want to remind you that we do have our amazing giveaway for Austin. Two tickets. Yes. General admission tickets to go to Austin, the USGP. Yes. Uh, Thank you, Coda, for the two tickets to give away. We appreciate it. And that's on Instagram. So you have to enter on Instagram. Make sure you're following us. And when are we going to announce the winner? I think September 12th was what we had said. Okay. So we still have, we still have another like eight days left. So get on there, follow us on Instagram and comment on that Mm -hmm. reel. Tag your friends that you would want to go with. Yeah, because it's going to be amazing. And we really hope we get to see you guys. It's not just the giveaway for the tickets. It's also giveaway for merch and Mm -hmm. two books, the the Gunter Steiner book 
and we a have a card. gift card to yeah. BJ's Brew House, and they have a location in Austin. So mm-hmm. go and get it's a drink for the before. three days, the full three days, full and three days. Uh, you get to go to the concert as well. Yeah, yeah, you get to see the Killers and Queen. Mm-hmm. So go and enter. It's a great giveaway. And with that, please give us a rating on YouTube. We would love five stars on all of the platforms that you listen on and just tell a friend about us. We would really appreciate it. And we just love you guys so much. Thanks for listening every week. Thank you. We'll see you next time. We'll see you next time in two weeks. Yep. Bye.